Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> say what you just said before we started recording i might make you martini later if you're good if i'm good <laughs> what what constitutes good paul it's not bad oh. that's all i'm saying well thank you you know what you want a martini you know what really you know really why you want a martini i want something salty no i think it's because the background music we decided to leave yeah, we've got the smooth jazz, jazz music, music playing in the background, and it kind of kind of makes you want to turn the lights down, have a cigar, and uh, make a martini. Ruminate a little bit. It really does. I think that's why you want a martini. It makes me want to watch. Uh, oh, that reminds me. I watched a really cool, uh, like a 12-minute uh, video picking apart the original Blade Runner. And um, and it, and it the first half of the video talks about the history of the style of film noir and 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 those kinds of like the detective movies and how they all have these certain specific elements to them. Yeah, there's all, they're all very similar. The storylines are similar. The characters are similar. Kind of prototypical. There's like a template. You have a private investigator which uh, is kind of halfway between criminals and police policemen. Okay. So you don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Right. And that gives a nice like duality of of human condition. Yeah. Okay, just so you just just so everyone's clear, Paul did not just do a line of cocaine because that's what it sounded like on mic. Did that come over the mic? Oh yeah, you went. <laughs> that's exactly what that sounded like, and he Sorry. just leaned back in his chair and was like, "Cocaine!" <laughs> Shout out to Charlie. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, that's funny. Like Charlie, no. like the enemy in Vietnam, or Charlie's actually a word for, for cocaine. Also, it is. Also, it so. absolutely is it's perfect for him. Yes, Charlie, toot. <laughs> uh, what what's the uh, uh, booger no. sugar disco yeah. dust Colombian marching powder all kinds of yeah there's yeah. there's so many or you could just say cocaine so so you anyway, were, we, we picked apart the movie I, I, here too actually we did kind of pick hanger. it apart because I actually yeah. had never seen it uh, and now I'm kind of obsessed with it especially with the new one coming out in uh, in a couple weeks uh, so I rewatched it last week and god damn it it's such a good movie the main thing that dates those kind of movies the, if you could if you remove this one you could remove this one element out of there it, they would all be okay and it's with the with this kind of technology like cell phone or whatever it's the yeah. because that, that never gets it on the mark and and this was supposed to be in what what year was it supposed to be 2020 I think right so three yeah. years from now and and we have much cooler Phone. I can't remember what the phones and shit they were using. I can't remember how goofy they uh, were. I know in the vehicles they had still were kind of using the same kind of corded. Like a handset know, with like a cord a on there. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's like, uh, well, like Close Encounters. I hadn't seen that in years, and I watched it a few months ago. Um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, the only thing that dates that movie it, that makes it look like it was made in the 70s is, is the clothes. Yeah, and uh, like the hairstyles. That's it. You never made it down there, did you? To watch the release of it, the remake. No. What What do they do to it? To uh, did they redigitize? Or uh, they they, they, they scanned it from an old because it was it was filmed in a really big format already. Okay. Uh, like uh, I, I'm I, embarrassed. This was Spielberg, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, just to make sure. Yeah, kind of helped put Spielberg on the map. I thought Jaws did actually. They both did because they were be kind of back to back. Yeah. 
Jaws was 75, and then uh, Close Encounters was in 77. I think I heard of a story 19- about about Spielberg's mom, where she apparently was the... Was the- <laughs> She had a few close encounters, if you know what I mean. <laughs> At least one that we know Spielberg's of. Spielberg's mom says I'm cool. I was like, I, you're like, what, are you talking shit about Steven Spielberg, Spielberg's mom? Because he'll come and beat no, your fucking no. ass. No, uh, apparently she was the one of the real big reasons that he got into film because the way I recall, you know, they, they were living in Southern California at the time, and he was dicking around with. Um, cameras and movies and pictures and photographs, whatever. And he was kind of in, just kind of into it. And I think that he wanted to go out to the desert or she encouraged him to go out there to the desert and do photography and do things when he was a, a lad, a wee lad, and he couldn't drive or couldn't do anything. So they, I think she took him out there oh. and encouraged this photogenesis, if you will, that he kind of got into it. And God, there's something. Sorry, people. Are you okay over there? Yeah, something crawling on me. Paul's um, having technical difficulties. Is it a woman? Is it Steven Spielberg's I th- mom? I think it's his mom, her mom. His mom, her mom, whatever. She must be passed away, but she has to be dead by now, right? Doesn't have to be. I mean, she doesn't have to be. She'd be fucking old. Yeah. Pushing 100, I'm sure. But that's just nice to know, right? It's, it's, it's giving uh, credit to me. There's always people, whether we believe it or not or think it or not, there are always shoulders we are standing on, and those people should be given credit. You don't do anything alone. And I'm sorry, people, but you just don't. I, I don't know. Look, like, we're, you don't, we're not doing this alone. We, I know we're, I'm just we're, messing we're, with we're, you. We're, I, I believe you 100. percent What I'm saying is, <laughs> is that people, you know, I, I I've got a you know successful business. What I'm doing, but I couldn't have done that without the, all the people that have before me that created these resin systems and carbon fiber and aviation and aircraft and all that. I'm I, I'm somewhat standing on the shoulders of the Wright brothers in in an indirect way or a very direct way. Wow. And, and uh, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> I said it's you, nice to hear you actually have some ego swelling. It doesn't happen very often, but it's good. To, so like uh, basically, uh, the Wright brothers taught me how to do what I no, did, I didn't so, like, say <laughs> that. I'm standing on their shoulders, and they which I probably couldn't do because you should they were stop kind of, they were it's, kind of thin. And it's kind of hard on their were, backs. They were not that. How wonder if they were very tall? You know what? You the worst. They weren't thing, stout. One of the <laughs> the worst. One they of couldn't. The, I couldn't stand on. They their were shoulders. both very sickly. Uh, especially, were? especially the one that, that that died young. Do you see uh, the drunk history one where it kind of? Yeah, so I was just going to bring that up because they insinuate <laughs> the fact that they fucked their sister. And was, <laughs> not, as a, as an well, Ohioan, ki- ki- kind of, at, not kind of. They absolutely did. They they had that, that drunk history. Was, oh, didn't they say they were going to get married to each other? If they fucking pissed me off. <laughs> it was, as a as a as a, a student of Ohio history, as a a Buckeye, born and bred. I can honestly tell you it's ambiguous at best the history that Orville and Wilbur Wright had with oh, their sister okay. vagina. But what they what, it fucking pissed what because they, I'd heard I'd heard shit like that before, like, oh the Wright brothers used to fuck their sister. And then <laughs> You think they tag teamed her? Oh my gosh, filled her out like an application. <laughs> You're just like Chinese finger cuffs. Oh my god. They, they had, Look, I think it was one of them that that was taken with their sister. <laughs> it wasn't just I don't think it was a a menage. Well, you think she took turns? No, I'm not. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, one after another. Just bring him on in. Orv, you're next. Orv, I bet you went with my Orv. Orv, Orvy, <laughs> Orvy. I know no, you guys no, no. are brothers, but your no, dick what, is what thicker. The, what the story is, at least on Drunk History, we all know that's true. Is that is that they decided they didn't want to get married because it was going to fuck up their research and things that's an excuse they used and then i believe their sister was also on the track of not uh being with anybody and i think that i don't remember which one it was but then they say hey let's just kind of ceremoniously if you will 
kind of marry each other. Not formally, obviously. They didn't As do like that. a pact. A to, pact. Or, that's what it was, right? That's yeah, what they said. Yeah, but what did the sister do? The, the upholstery for the fucking right flyer? I bet she did. She didn't. Do did. Shit. She didn't yeah, how did you know she didn't nah, do she that? She probably did. You're probably right. We should know this. Well, I Would don't you? know, man. If you go to Carillon Park in uh, Dayton, Ohio, they that's where, the, where the, one of the bigger right museums is. Is they, they do not talk about the sister at all. They probably don't want I to. I didn't know that. There were, yeah, that's because... She's like, oh, well, we, they don't really like talking about the sister because in 1910, they, they didn't really have a term for three-input girl. <laughs> why, why wasn't she down there at Kitty Hawk? I have no idea. She was too busy. Maybe that's why they call it Kitty Hawk. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so awful. This is a terrible topic. <laughs> but, yeah, the drunk history that you showed me, I, you're like, oh, you have to watch this. And I watched it at the end. I, my arms were folded, and I said, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> Make fun of anything else, but Jesus Christ, yeah. Ohio has enough fucking problems right, without so, you making fun right, of so it. We, we got, we got, I love Ohio. I really do. Uh-huh. I really do. We talked about this. I had the best non-pasteurized, the only non-pasteurized ice cream I've ever had was in Ohio. Oh, Young's Dairy. It's oh, a, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm just fucking touching myself thinking about it. You kind of were. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that was there. That's one reason I love they Ohio. They have soft-serve custard. A bunch like of you astronauts. Just fill a fucking bucket full of custard. Yeah. You, know, you can go there. You can fit, yeah, you can go there, get all this, che- everything you can get dairy-wise, you can yep. get there. Yep. Non-pasteurized milk. How do they get around this? How do they, how does this work? They do what they want because Young's Dairy's been around for 150 are, years. Are they? I mean, how do they? Aren't there? I'm just wondering. I don't give a. I fine wouldn't fuck, doubt but. it if Young's did like what what some places do, where they just pay the fine. Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it because they're huge. But people go there like a lot. It's a very popular place to get people's milk and stuff. Uh, and put it this cream. way: the last time I was there was two, 2015. My mom and I went there on like a Wednesday, like early afternoon. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking packed. It wasn't summertime. It was fall. It wasn't like a time where you should have a lot of people. All, it's a, out of this work is a big building, if I recall. We still had it's a humongous fucking red barn. Huge. I mean, it's it's probably as big as your hangar. And it's fucking enormous. And they still have. Uh, I mean, the, all their stuff comes from the working yep. cows there. Absolutely, working cows. Yep, working cows. Yeah, they're like, hey, me. I don't mean like, that. Where I thought it was more of a factory line and a, you know, working a drill press or something. Yeah, that's not it. Oh. More like a hooker cow, as you were suggesting. Yeah. So, so we were talking about. Well, I mean, they're just getting their teats yanked on for for a living. Actually, they don't even pay them. That's <laughs> terrible. Slave. Hookers. We were talking. How do we get off on the uh, ride? I don't fucking. It was I something. Don't know. It was something I, about movies, and, and you're talking about the uh, oh, Close Encounters, which started out because I was going to ask you. Close Encounters doesn't look any. I, I said it doesn't. It doesn't date. It doesn't. It, uh, it doesn't look dated. Like the special, like the practical special effects in it. Are still spot on, it still except for the good. clothes. But the clothes and then the hairstyles—it's the only thing that gives it away that it was the late seventies. It was done 70s. really, really well. Yeah. And I know some of these, like when these light balls were going on the on the uh, mountain road, you going. <laughs> I just said light balls. You did say light balls. Is that too loud now? All of a sudden, that music. Okay, it's fine. Good. It's called a crescendo. I know. I know it's what it's called. <laughs> I know what it's called. <laughs> um. So. When the light, I wonder how they do that because it's not CGI and everything like that. And this is in the '70s. I wonder how they make these light balls go down. I wonder what the actual effect is. How they make that? I don't know. Happen. I don't. I don't. Because it's pretty fantastic. It's still good. So you watched it on a big screen television, obviously at home, and you still thought it was good. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Think about that. How how old is that? 30, 40, 40, 40 years. Forty years. Forty years. Forty years yeah. this month. Actually, that's why it was re released in the theater. Imagine the summer where Star Wars, the original Star Wars, came out, and then the, at, at, that's in May, at the beginning of the summer, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the summer is when Close Encounters of the Third Kind came out. It was like the summer for great fucking sci-fi. 
which was 1977. And then very close after that was um, Indiana Jones, the first 1980. one. 1980. Yeah, right in that area. That, similar in the same time, year, yeah. Same year as uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I mean, there was a few good, real good few, few movies right in that little chunk of time. It was really amazing. Yeah, from about 70... Well, you had Deliverance, 74. <laughs> That, that was that was filmed up in my area. Deliver, yeah, uh, it was filmed up in, in Ned my Beatty's area. area. It was filmed up in Ned Beatty's area too. <laughs> God damn it, that's a terrible rape joke. I'm sorry, that's an anal rape joke. <clears throat> yeah. In other news, yeah, the shitty thing about uh, Deliverance is that uh, everybody always remembers it because of the 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 pig, the, the, squeal, the, make the him squeal like squeal, a pig. Yeah. You got a sure got a pretty mouth, ain't he? Yeah. Everybody remembers it for that, but it's actually a really cool thriller. Uh, it taking if you take that out, I feel like that takes away. F- it it yeah, really takes away from it, the fact that it's a really cool a, a movie, and there's good. I mean, you have a lot of good acting in it. That. It's a it's really a very good movie. I've got I haven't seen that in a long time, but it's a good movie. Uh, who who was that movie? Who was the director? Oh, I don't even know. That's a god. That was a while back too. Seventy four, I think, is when that came out. Seventy four, seventy five, something like that. It's uh, I mean, Burt Reynolds, John Voight. Uh, Ned Beatty and I can't remember the the fourth guy. I I can never remember his name. Um, come on, come on, come on. Joe, Joe's oh, seventy two. It was seventy two. Is when that came oh, out. Crap. Yeah. Ronnie Cox. That's who it was. Yeah. Ronnie Ronnie Cox was only in a couple other things that I that I recall. Uh, he was in Total Recall. He's in RoboCop. Ever. Oh, he's. He was in the Beverly Hills Cop movies. Ronnie Cox was the guy that got shot in the second one. Oh yeah, he was the the like police <clears throat> captain or something like that. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you you did anyway. You, you did not go see um, Close Encounters. The, I was going. It, I was going to, and then all my friends fucking. I was sucked. gonna go with you, and I couldn't go. You bailed. And, I and then I saw, and then I thought, okay, fine. I'm not going to go see it on a Thursday night. I'll just go see it Friday. That's the last day it's in the theater. And then I look up the times Friday morning when I got up. Yeah. And it was out. And I called down there. How and long you guys was it there? Three weeks. I two, had no idea weeks. it was there that long. Two weeks. I think it was a 14 day thing. It was yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's all right. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna guilt you for a long time over that one. Well, I'd love to see it again in the um. And, and I, I have like a nostalgic attachment to it because my mom. I remember my. Mom and dad both independently telling me that that was their first, like, first actual date. They had known each other for years. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, they were just friends, but their first actual, like, romantic date was going to see uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. So I naturally wanted to see that when I was a kid because, you know, my parents divorced when I was, like, seven, seven or eight. And uh, I, I've always really liked it. And then I found out later on, as the more I got into film and, and acting and whatnot, is that it was. A lot of folks look at when it comes to practical special effects that there was before that movie and after that movie. That is a very, very much a big deal in the in the film community. It was kind of a watershed movie, if you will. Like it's one of, it's one of those things. Like a lot of stuff happens in sports, for example. Or we maybe talked about like the first guy that did. Like no one did the backflip in on on a motorcycle. The, but then when one, someone did one, they went, did it, like, now oh, they know it's possible. And then yeah. now everybody's doing it. And then it's two for rotations. Well, and then and what would you call the a moment that is so far beyond? Isn't that, It's not a watershed moment. It's even it's even more important than that, where somebody did something and it blew everyone's mind to where nobody did anything close to it for 30 years. Because that was uh, uh, Metropolis. You ever seen Metropolis? Yeah. Um, uh, what'd you call by that? F- uh, Fritz Lang. 
1927. That shit came out the year my grandpa was born. My grandpa's been dead for 15 years. 1920 fucking 90 years. It's 90 years old this year. I'm still trying to think of the word, but yeah, it's it's um it the the it was the most expensive movie. If you if you look at it, if you take uh, if you take into account uh, inflation. It's still the most expensive movie ever made. Wow. It was like fifteen million dollars in nineteen twenty-seven to make. So it. it's one of those things where people we talked about the, the topic it, is where you you push people are pushing the frontiers, and it's only a handful of people that do this stuff, and they're the ones that again set the bar or or like the X fifteen or the Blackbird or something like yeah. that. Where that shit, those records aren't going to be broken anytime soon. Yeah, it just uh, it may not have to either with satellites and that kind of stuff as well. But it was just so far ahead of everything else. Of course, the German we got a lot of this knowledge from the damn Krauts. So it's not true. You fuck a communist. Got a lot of it. Lot of Goddamn it. Nazi symbolism. A lot of it. I'm just saying. Well, most of it. Yeah. Operation Paperclip. <laughs> Google it. No, that's what it was called. It was right. getting those Nazi scientists oh, yeah. into the States. Yeah, yeah. They, I don't know why they, I remember they, shit they, like that. No, that, that's a, yeah, it brought them back and Werner von Braun. That fucking guy. Our Germans are better than their Germans. Is the capsule. <laughs> the specimen. The spaceman. Specimen. Is there something going on uh, space-wise with NASA lately? Something big was announced or some bullshit. Uh, Elon Musk gave a big talk yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I watched it. It was about 35 minutes or so. Was this one talking about using rockets to transport people around yep. really quickly or something? Around like the Earth. It was yeah. pretty fucking cool. It's not a novel concept, but it's, it's, it's not a... Not original. It's yeah. It's not an original concept by any stretch of the imagination, but it's closer and closer to the future that we all saw as kids growing up, going the something something of tomorrow. Right. It's a lot closer to it than that. Like it, being able to travel from. What did he show? Um, one of the examples was New York to Shanghai. I think that's what it was. I think it was New York City to Shanghai, China, and it was like uh, forty minutes, like thirty-nine minutes or something like that. You take a rocket. You launch. They showed like uh, and then landing. Like they land these things now again. Is that what they're? Uh, to do? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. In fact, it would be a two-stage rocket. So your first stage goes back to the launch site after, just like they launched right. out. Goes back to the launch site in, like, say, New York, New York Harbor, lands, and they're in low Earth orbit, and they kind of use gravity to slingshot around, mm-hmm. and then land. The same way that the first stage lands, a single the the, okay. the the second stage is the you know uh, whatever the uh, caps capsule, mm-hmm. uh, and it was pretty cool. And then he talked about some other things too about uh, the plans for SpaceX going forward for the next about fifteen years or so. Within fifteen years, he wants to have a base established on the moon and on Mars, and the base on Mars would be high, very experimental and would be looking for water. Because if you can find water, then you can manufacture uh, rocket fuel. Basically, they want a rocket refueling and oxygen. Well, yeah, and oxygen, yeah. but which yeah. is the water vapor is a byproduct of yes. uh, which we call it uh, uh, of, uh, hydrogen uh, sulfide yeah, of, a, of a, like a fuel fuel cell. If you do a fuel cell, well, it's not. No, it's the rockets that they that we've been using oh. for fifty years. Like the uh, not, I keep wanting to say it's it's hydrogen. It's not hydrogen sulfide because it doesn't smell like farts. It, it, hydrogen sulfide is what farts are. I should know this. Anyway. I don't know this. I can't think of it. But anyway, but that's a byproduct. So like forever, that's something he did touch on. He goes, also the byproduct of this is not going to be polluting. It's going to be actually adding more moisture to Mars if uh, terraforming is is your what's is your bag, which I think terraforming is fucking fascinating. But I also like have, and I'm a human with some morals, and I think terraforming is a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
at least uh, from a global standpoint, like they did in uh, Total Recall. What's really interesting, though, is that you see all these um, black and white things from General Motors, the future world and things like that, that when all, all these world fairs and things they would do. By the year 2000, of course, you know, we have this, this, and this, and, you know, none of it came to none, Really none of it. <laughs> none of it. Everything still sucks. Doesn't, I'm not really complaining. <laughs> that's, everything doesn't suck. There, things are a lot better. But, but it's, it's still it's still not as cool as we were promised. And that's... Well, the coolest thing is we're sitting right here, right? Our little our little computers in our hands, our little phones, iPads, all the information we can get, things like that. So it's that's all absolutely the, true, the yeah. information age. They're calling it that, and that's what it is. And that's what... You know, the guy who wrote those books back about 25 years ago, and that, that's the... You know, you have the Bronze Age, this and this and this, and they're calling it the computer or the information. Information it's all age. about how yeah. quickly you can get and send information, that's the biggest advancement that Which we have. You, you would think that we would be a little further a, yeah. a, advanced than, than we are. You would think you know, Elon Musk is doing his best to get electric-powered vehicles out there. I know there's problems with certain applications and whatnot, but we still have you know IC, internal combustion engines, driving around. And the, you know, we're, the, it's a slow evolutionary process. There hasn't been a, a huge leaps and bounds as quickly as we would think. Or I would think that it would have been. I mean, there's there's some. I good also thing. think we we tend to forget on a linear timeline. We we forget how like how how long things take. If you go from 1900 to 1950, look at what we accomplished. Sure. And then go from 1950 to 2000, what we accomplished. There's a shitload of things accomplished. But if I think about 1950, it doesn't seem as long ago as 1900. It doesn't seem. It, se- true. it seems like 1900 to 1950. It, like if you say 1925, I'd go, ah, damn, that might as well be the 1500s. Yeah, it, it might as well be. And I, I know that there's uh, maybe we can get uh, Miss McLean or one of the other educated folks to listen to us to chime in and tell us what that's called. But there's a certain. It's a kind of bias where we think of our own lifetime and like. I don't know anything that, prior a, to that's the that, only thing we have to measure against. It's really the yeah. only thing that we have, like yeah. as a as a person. But you have to look at a bigger picture than that. And I don't know. Like I know that before I die, within the next day or know, two, <laughs> I'm hoping about forty years from now. Okay. In the next <laughs> day or two, in the next we'll say forty years, that puts me at what uh, seventy six. For in the next forty years, I'd really like to see internal combustion engines go away. That'd be nice. And uh, I, well, I think we can see also all sorts of cool shit will happen. No, I, uh, I, I, I and I, I think that might be part of it. I, Dismantling the industrial complex that is part of kind of keeping people down and keeping people stupid, which is the thing. It is the thing. Once that's dismantled, or at least on the back burner, that's when well, our society will finally that, make a huge. That's step our forward. big. Um, Achilles heel or the biggest um, hindrance hobble whatever the term I can't think of the term right now either but you have a bunch of really smart motherfuckers out there with you know engineering degrees or just engineering minds are designing and developing things working for Stanford and uh, um, Mojave Community College Mojave Community College is up there and (laughs) (laughs) not a knock on MCC man like I just I I had to throw that out there because Paul knows the running joke. The running joke is Portia said a long time ago that she wanted to go to Stanford. And I was like, I started looking at tuition. I was thinking, well, I hope she refers to, hope she means Stanford Community College. <laughs> but, anyway. But yeah, people like that, that, that don't even, these, a lot of these people, as you know, don't even watch news ever. They, they don't, 
you're not dicking around with this. You know, they are just so absorbed in designing this battery system or this electric motor or some yeah. fusion, whatever it is. And we have, but our big Achilles heel is that we're emotional creatures with this fucking lizard brain. And that's what keeps all this shit down. Cause there are, if these groups of people could just stay together and do their job and we're funded properly. It would be an absolute future world that probably General Motors did dream about. You know, but, but the, the component of that equation, a big piece in that formula is we're fucking human and we're just fucked up. Yeah, we seriously. Wanna, well, and we want to control everybody. That's, yeah, and that's you have, another. So you have wars on the side, but that war is money. That's yeah, it is. and that fun, it's just funding things in the wrong way. It used to be war funded a lot of progress when it came to technology. Well, kind of does. Kind of does now. I don't think it does as well, much as it used to. Progress for weapon systems that don't really bleed into the right real world. I mean, just get, get, becoming more efficient at killing people is not pushing things forward. It is if you're in America. Uh, d- oh, sorry. God damn it. But see, people say that it's true. There are those that say that, well, that's what it's all about. We got to fight the commies. We got to do this. We got to do that. Well, that, that, <laughs> I, lo- I love that there's still people out there that are saying that we still have to fight the commies. Well, there are. That, Actually, there are. That statement right there shows me that there needs to be fucking term limits. Because if there's anybody in Congress that's still alive somebody, that remembers Joe McCarthy, they should have fucking died a long time ago. Somebody I told you about, which will remain nameless, told me, gave me that term this past weekend downtown. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I mean, an older, I, I, older I, guy, business guy I, I in had town. A, yeah, no, I, and I get it. Uh, Anyhow, uh, some no, <laughs> fucking imperialistic asshole. So anyway, so no, what I was going to say. So people think we have to fight, which sometimes you do. Sometimes, of you course, do, you do. But that's the problem. Both sides are fucked up that way, right? Someone throws the first rock because they're an asshole. You know, if they didn't have this weird issue in their head it all be doing something yeah. a little more positive for their their own country their own people or their own university but you know again universities are still cranking out some smart folks and unfortunately a lot of those guys go to the weapon systems you know company oh and yeah stuff. you know yeah the, the guy the that biggest brains number, usually are like number one in my class one of the smartest fucking people i've ever met in my entire life went on to graduate from kingman high school and now works at raytheon systems down in Missile stuff, probably. He's yeah. a warmonger. Yep. And I'm totally okay with that because sure. he's a smart motherfucker. And potentially, he. The, it's always those guys who go, huh, well, this isn't going to kill people, but it might revolutionize the fucking world. Like that, you know what I mean? Right. It might push humanity forward. Like that's how shit like that gets discovered. I'm not saying that that stuff doesn't have a place. I'm just saying when the Cold War was going on and the space race happened, that's when you got so much shit pushed forward. Oh, you did? Yeah. And funding, they're like, just, oh, that's going to make this... Well, the- you know what? The, I've heard the naysayers, a lot of sayers that nay out there, <laughs> <laughs> um, say, oh, the best thing ever came out of NASA was Velcro, I think. I've heard people actually say this. Or the... Or the Velcro. G- my favorite. Which is pretty cool, by the way. It is, it is really cool. Yeah. I like Velcro. It's actually... Um, just so we're clear, it's a hook and loop fastener. Yeah, you know where the concept came from? Birds, cock and bird, the cock, cockleburs. Oh yeah, I think it's a birds. I'm going no birds. Yeah, the little yeah. round egg shaped things that would get caught on you. And they, someone looked at that. They went, let's look at it. Did closer. you ever have to deal with those at all? Oh yeah, in Texas. Okay. All right, yeah, Texas. The, 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 I Texas fucking, I fucking hate those things. Oh yeah. When I got to be about 11, 12 years old, I started getting hair on my legs. Yeah. I don't know if you know this. I. I used to have really, really hairy legs. And if you look at them now, they're not really all that hairy. What'd you do? Um, I was... A bunch of cockerburls. Burls. Burrs. No. I was drinking out at Blackbridge, not the not the 
uh, wonderful brewery establishment. The that actual we have in bridge. Came in the actual Black Bridge party spot and just after high school, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it would be cool to take some gasoline and like do a trail. That is cool. Away from I it. like this it idea. Is, it is really cool, except that I let it sit for too long. Uh-huh. And I stood on either side of it and lit it. And I didn't realize that it wasn't just the liquid that was lighting. It was the vapor that was evaporating off of it. So instead of being like the two-inch wide flame in a movie. like you would see in a movie, <laughs> it was three feet wide, and it burned all the hair off my legs yeah, but you up get to, to past my knees. It just never grew back very That's thick. That's weird, though. It is weird. I don't know. It just grew. It, and it blistered a little bit, but it's not scar tissue that's hairless. It's just no. weird. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so NASA. Na- NASA. The other, the other thing I always hear jackasses, the uninformed dipshits that just you have, they have nothing to say other than a little stupid fucking soundbite or something they read on Wikipedia, which is what the show is based around. So go ahead and turn it off now if you don't like us. Anyway, uh, no, that they, they say that uh, well, NASA spent millions of dollars developing a pen that'll write in zero gravity. First off, it's not zero gravity; it's microgravity, moron. Uh, second <laughs> off, and then the Russians just brought a pencil. They didn't bring a fucking pencil. They didn't bring a pencil because graphite is conductive, and most shit that you can write with is conductive, and you don't want that shorting your shit out. In what did space. they bring? No, they spent they spent like lots and no, lots. No, I mean of the Russians. What did they? A pen. Okay. That they stole the ideas from the from the U.S. Okay. Because they spent a lot in the U.S. I don't think they spent that much money. They didn't spend a million dollars developing a pen that'll write in space, but they developed a pressurized cartridge because before that pens were all gravity feed. Sure. And when you're in microgravity. That's why, why you gotta you shake them or you go like exactly. that and it's gravity or you're flinging it around. And if you if you look at the ones that are um, the ones that are designed to be you know you can ride upside down, they actually have a plastic plug in yes, the they do. inside. Yeah. They have a little white plug in there that yeah. that puts the ink just under a little bit of pressure so that you can write upside um, down or in microgravity. That, that's another thing that always irritates me. Like the fucking NASA, shut the fuck up. Like, these are people, people that will never, of course. Going to space or me involved with space technology. What did space ever do for the country and protect us? Really? Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. Those those people. Kevlar. Was Kevlar developed? Uh, I don't know. Developed by the DuPont company. I know that. Those people are nuts. Uh, yeah. Uh, Aren't they the ones that minds. developed Agent Orange as well? Probably so. I think DuPont is at a zero right now. Like, they've zeroed out. <laughs> like, they don't have many positive points. Yeah, <clears throat> their, their their positive points were, uh, I don't know. Uh, it was all it was all a lot of gunpowder too. I a believe. lot of gunpowder, yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of warmongering stuff. But they also came up with a lot of right. good shit. If you're from the anybody from the Midwest knows that Dupont is there's Dupont uh, placards you know next to many many fields that say you know this is Dupont this and they're not GMO shit. It's a it's a lot of. Um, uh, soil rehabilitation after somebody maybe has planted a crop there too many years in a row and they'll put nitrates back into the soil properly just in just in one season like after harvest before this before the it sounds better than Monsanto it, it's much better than Monsanto okay. except I think they still came up with I think it was DuPont that came up with uh, I love that smooth jazz it's almost distracting <laughs> I think it was DuPont that came up with uh, with Agent Orange but it might have been Monsanto I don't think it was Monsanto. It was either DuPont or, or Dow. No, it was Dow. It, I was going to say no, Dow was, or Union, Dow. Union Carbide. It's not like a Union oh, Carbide yeah. thing. Remember they're, when they're Union good. Carbide killed all those people in, in uh, Bhopal, India? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey, speaking of blowing things up, that's where the uh, you know the Nobel Prize 
with the company now is now Axel Nobel, I believe. You know, that's where you know they made uh, nitroglycerin. I think the Alfred Nobel inv- he took. Yeah. He didn't invent nitroglycerin. He invented dynamite that uh, that's more which stable. Was just cellulose uh, impregnated. Uh, Nitroglycerin, nitrocellulose, right. which much more, more stable, more, more stable. much more safe, and that's I think they said they made all this money. Didn't they make a proclaim that they made all this money from these things that do blow things up? And he wanted to. He he. Alfred Nobel was associated with death and destruction. Yeah, and he for he wanted to give years. back. I guess he said, and "Look, he, I, we got to do something." Yeah, he was racked with guilt. He sold his company, sold the rights to it, everything, and he just took yeah. all of his money and poured, put it toward. Um, was it long-term bonds or whatever? So, so that's how that the Nobel keeps continuing. Yeah. Yep. There's probably like a zillion dollars in there still. Probably. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. I can only, only yeah. imagine. Uh, you need to do the, something to win a Nobel Prize. I was gonna say, how big is the Nobel Prize? It's it's a million dollars. Not on a million bucks. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I think it it's still a just a flat million. Okay. Um, and they give out a Ooh, how many six? Yes. Yeah, they don't always year. give them out every year though. Which is good, you know what? You know that I agree with that because sometimes do they too. don't. They shouldn't give out Academy Awards every fucking year either, because they have them sitting there. There's some years that I think people don't deserve it. Wow. I mean, like the Nobel Prize, right? It's like if something is not significant enough. They shouldn't give out the prize. If you, I'm sorry, if we got a bunch of shitty movies, we shouldn't give out. Or maybe we had good ones with the best uh, actress or best supporting, whatever. But maybe like somebody did a really good job as an actor or actress. But the movie was shit. We yeah, they give shouldn't that give out, out that, Best Picture if, right. if we had a bunch of shit movies. But and seriously, how often does that happen? <laughs> there could be argued that I don't know how often does it happen. I don't know. I, I'm just trying to remember in recent memory that there wasn't at least one movie that was nominated for an Academy Award. You have, to, like go, for you have to go down the that, you have to go down the list of every year and just see the Best Picture, just rip through them and go, yeah, that movie kind of sucked or whatever. No, we, I'm not I can't do that. fucking name a single one. I, I like just because you go can't back. name it doesn't mean it doesn't happen, Joe. Yikes. <laughs> We could go back to 1994 and talk about that fucking. Do you remember, do you remember who was nominated in '94 for uh, best best picture? Uh, nope. Just think about what came out in 1994. Uh, Shawshank Redemption, yeah. Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Well, who? Fuck. There's 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 five of them, and there's some the five of like the greatest movies of all time. Sure. Yeah. And what, what's your point? I'm just saying, there's that, there's those years like that. There's got to oh, yeah. be years where they've been shit. There has, but to be. I don't know. I not since I've been alive. Or okay, been, here's another example. Oh. How about how about the uh, Edward R. Murrow Award? How about nobody gets that one for a while until they start doing fucking real reporting out there in the world? Whew. Yeah. Now I know it's a little. Paul's steep. on fire. I know it's a little steep, but but what I what I mean there is, is real reporting that goes on. We just it just we just don't have we don't hear correct, about it. It's like when my dad years ago used to bitch about oh there's no good music out there. No, Dad, you have to dig for it. You can't just True. turn on the radio, on FM fucking radio, so, and find so it. So it's probably all not political, like, whatever, but it's probably difficult to have certain groups of people looked at for their reporting. It's going to be from a certain average chunk. There, there could be, like, people in Vice. Well, I wonder if someone ever that reported a story in Vice News, and for example. And blew something wide open. Could, could ever be. I wonder if they could be a recipient of the, no, of the Nobel Prize. Well, Edward Armuro. Edward Armuro Award. So. I mean, I wonder if they could be. Uh, that's a good question. Are the, they eligible? What's the Edward R. Murrow uh, Prize for? It's it's photojournalism specifically, and I can't think it, of what it is. It's I not always, just no, it's not just photojournalism. Uh, well, no, no, no. There's a photo. There's a there's a there's that level of award oh, for photojournalism. Oh, oh I the can't the think uh, of what Pul- Pulitzer maybe. There you go. That's it. Yeah. So, so I Pulitzer. look at the Pulitzer nominees that made like the final cut. There's usually like fifteen or twenty of them. I, I always mm-hmm. look at that every year. 
And if you ever want to see a really good, uh, really cool archive of those going back probably more I'll than 50 some years. some fantastic photographs. It's the Atlantic, theatlantic.com slash infocus. Oh, I remember you told me about this a while back. Holy if you want to shit. Go down yeah. a rabbit hole and just get lost in all these fantastic it's images. It's amazing. It's yeah. amazing how they have it. It's organized very, very neatly. And it's all large uh, format photographs. So, like, you get all the details in Super there. Super color they, saturation or Well, they have the colorized photo, or not colorized, yeah. but the uh, the photos. Because, you know, color film has been around since the 1850s or something like that. But it was really not, you, there's not a lot of color pictures from, for that, say, 100, first 100 years from, like, 1850 you know to why? about 19. I know it's why. It's fucking expensive. Because of the Jews. Uh, well, yeah, it was the Jews at first, and then it became the communists. <laughs> I'm fairly certain. Brief, brief period of time there where, where it was the anarchists, and it's a left wing conspiracy. No, uh-huh. because they just want to separate the black and the white. That's exactly that's what that's I was, where I was it going. Be. White it's power. <laughs> <laughs> I broke Paul. That's it. We need to watch that South Park oh, episode where they're like. Uh, oh. I can't remember. Go the check whole, out J.B. Stoner, everybody. Again, once again, please, another, another reminder. Go check if, out. If you people need a reminder of how awful fucking some white people are <laughs> and have been, look up J.B. Stoner. He Mother- was from my hometown back in Georgia. Woo. Oh, my God. Yeah. Cobb County. Did we actually ever, didn't we actually see the video? He was up there on a podium, I think probably in the Square of Marietta, and every after a sentence would actually say "white power," and the people out there would repeat back they "white would repeat power." Back, white power. So this actually we knew this happened, but when I saw JB Stoner, we you saw that video, didn't he? Was it? Oh yeah, I, yeah. I watched several videos of his. They're on YouTube because <laughs> he did a lot of public access shit. Oh my He's God. like, and the, the plot of the nigger is already overstated in the media today. White power. <laughs> They would say that shit at the end and like, oh my God, this actually was on yeah. TV and not in the 1950s, people. When I, this is like when Paul was a kid. And no, j- like, the, and my then, parents got divorced. My father moved to Atlanta and I was in... What's that? Mid-70s, right? 77. Okay. 77-ish. Yeah, mid-70s. And I, I, I was in Alice's, my soon-to-be stepmother's apartment and I guess I was... I don't know what I was, whatever. So, so and the TV is now on. The first commer- first thing I saw on television was a commercial for J.B. Stoner. He was running for mayor of Marietta or something. And it was all this writing and a picture of him on the bottom, just a picture, a still picture, with a Confederate bow tie. What an asshole. And it, and the two, it went on, and, and I'm, <laughs> I'm watching it. I came just, and he said, uh, help me vote for J.B. Stoner and get the niggers out of Cobb County. And I was, I went, what? Now, if any of you people out there listening think, wow, Cobb County sounds familiar. <laughs> Remember a few weeks ago when that white cop pulled over that white lady and they caught it on video of him saying, don't worry, man, we don't shoot you. We don't shoot you. We only shoot black people. And that guy got fucking fired. <laughs> that was in Cobb County. And uh-huh. literally no one who's ever heard of Cobb County or knows anything about it or is from Cobb County fucking batted an eyelash because it's typical. And it's been like that for, I don't know, 200 years. But again, most cops don't do that. I, I'm not saying most. Yeah. I'm not saying anything about most cops. Right. I'm not being inflammatory about cops. That one particular cop, when I was like, oh, shit, where did this happen? Oh, God, it was Cobb County. <laughs> I know someone from there. And I immediately, Paul. hey, Paul, I had to text Paul, like, hey, <laughs> guess what happened in Cobb County? And then it made national news, and then all of a sudden it was just gone. Like, I never heard anything else about it. This is no longer jazz. Yeah, why did it sounds like the Beaches soundtrack. Okay. Hey, you know I what? With it, that, I we're going to take a fucking break because Bette Midler's it. like, I can fly higher than an eagle. Oh 
All right, uh, enjoy some Bette Midler. Oh, when the sun beats down and burns the tar up on the roof And your shoes get so hot you wish your tired feet were fireproof Jazz 98 with Paul and Joe. You know, Joe, this music is so nice that, um, you know, how much would a, you know, a semi-decent used baby grand piano cost, do you think? Thank God you said baby grand piano. I'm like, I had a slightly used baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, there's certain parts of the world that you can't acquire those. Oh, yeah. See, I wouldn't want to buy a baby, though. Like, if I'm going to buy a person, I definitely don't want to deal with fucking potty training and all that bullshit, but... I don't want to teach them. I want them to come with a strong, like, hard work ethic already. I don't want to have to teach. Like, already pull them out of a factory. You already know how to make shirts, for example. Oh, my. <laughs> well, I mean, I think in China they're teaching them at, like, three and four years old how to sew buttons on and what. How to make iPads, iPhones. iPads, iPads, iPhones, shirts, yeah. necklaces, mm-hmm. uh, toys that white kids choke on. Like we could all- turn this facility into a freaking factory and just crank out whatever we want right here. We just start pumping it out of here. Sweatshop. Yeah. What would you build? Baby grand matter. pianos. Baby, yeah. No, how, we, seriously, how much would it cost for a? There's actually there's a baby grand a, a baby grand piano for sale on Kim and Buy Sell Trade on the Facebook, no the Facebook thing, and they want like four hundred bucks for it. 
No it's going to cost you like another 100 150 to have somebody tune it. I think that's the last I heard is to have it tuned. So for less than $1,000 out the door, you could have yourself a baby grand piano. Put a piano. piano right up there, man. Why don't you put a piano like right here? Like no, right what I'm like saying is that and then we, have to, we could hire someone to come in and, and play this exact music. And we need someone that knows how to play bass, you know? I'm not yeah. talking about like Neil Pert either. I'm not Neil Pert, excuse me. Uh, um, wow. Uh, sorry. Uh, not Alex Lifeson. Latin, the last person, the I one that mention. everyone knows, uh, and you can't think of his name. <laughs> I, I had half a martini. Remember when you told me that Rush was one of your favorite bands? Tito's Martini. Shout out to Tito's. Rush, Pink Floyd, and The Who. I know. Getty Lee. You oh my dick. god! You absolute fucking waste of a human being. I'm so sorry. Getty fucking Lee. I'm so sorry. Is it because they're Canadian, sir? Sir, that's racist. <laughs> sir, sir, that's racist. Actually, I've been listening to a shitload of Rush lately for for whatever reason. It, it's okay. It started with uh, what's his face, Chris Lay. Chris would always give me shit about Steely Dan. And honestly, the reason I never really listened to a lot of Steely Dan is because of my dad. It was that bias. I'm, my dad I'm not a big fan of, of Steely Dan. The no, more I listen to Steely Dan, the more I'm like, God damn it, I've been missing out all these years. It's I, really good musicianship. It is, but I'm just not a fan. Yeah, no, it's... it's, it's I, I accept that they are good musicians. Yeah. I get it. I'm yep. just not a fan. Yeah. Well, and then that turned into, for some reason, I don't remember what it was. It was... Uh, Oh, I started watching Freaks and Geeks again, which is something I assume you have never watched. I only did one season. I think it was on CBS back in 99, 2000, somewhere around there. Yeah. They did one season, and literally everybody that's in funny movies these days was involved in that somehow. James Franco, Jason Segel, uh, uh, um, uh, oh, God, big, tall, goofy, curly-haired guy. <laughs> that's how he laughs. I can't fucking, Seth Rogen. All oh. these guys are in it. And so here's the funny thing. So did you ever see the movie I Love You, Man? Yes. With Rush is in it, is yes, in the movie. Yes, they go yes. see Rush. Well, that's Jason Siegel, the guy that plays drums. Like okay. He has the man cave, right? So and Rush is his favorite band. That's his character's favorite band, all that. Well, it, you know, 10, 12 years before, he was on a show that got, you know, this TV show called Freaks and Geeks. And it takes place, you should, I think you'd really like it because it's all people that are juniors in high school in 1980. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's incredibly like topically appropriate for you. So, so and it's, it's really good show, but, the, but he talks about Rush being his favorite band and he tries to play drums. And, and so then I started listening to more and more Rush. And I was like, God damn, I need to listen to, I need to revisit things that I thought I knew about like Steely Dan and Rush and The Who. So I've been listening to a lot of deep, like deeper cuts. Like I never, like I knew the hits of Rush, but I never got deep. Like I never listened to like 2112 all the way through. Like I never. Oh, that's, I, a, that's a good one. I, and I knew that. And I know that from a historical aspect, but I never really listened to it. And I listened to it. And now I kind of can't get enough of it. I so think like, those guys, I think I've seen photographs in one of the albums of their studio up there in Canada with snow all around it. It's like a, I don't know if it's someone's house also, but it's up there. It's like a studio, a freestanding studio, kind of like a lodge, but a more modern looking thing in mm -hmm. the middle of kind of nowhere. And they go up there and they all live up there for a while while they do their albums and stuff. They just kind of hang out and do it. Total immersion. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of the way, I mean, kind of all the greats do it. Yeah. The, the greats that continue to kick out good albums. Yeah. Because, I mean, you have bands now that will they'll put out an album every four or five years and it's forgettable at best. So, but the point is, though, so I could get a baby grand piano. Baby for grand. Four, but 400 bucks, it probably is. Should I get a better one than that? I don't know. As far as, as, as an experiment, 
Yeah. No. So we have a baby grand piano here or up there and then have uh, someone playing it, you know, live while we're recording. And then pretty soon you add a bass player and then maybe you add like a like a female jazz singer. Why does it have to be a female, Paul? Because I have always I told you about this. I I, I miss what Are you gonna hire people to like live out your like help you live out your fetishes because <laughs> That's called prostitution. I'm just going to throw that out there. Wait a minute. It's not called prostitution. It's not. Is it? Let me think. Yep. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, I wouldn't what, call what them you... hookers because they're slightly more talented. You but don't have to have sex with them. You don't, <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah. No, what I'm but saying. But they will. They don't have to be female, but it would be nice to have a female uh, uh, voice. That sultry kind of yes. female jazz singer. No, I, I get it. I'm right. with you. I'm so with you and I told you it would be really cool to go. That's what I missed. Uh, a couple of places in Atlanta you would go to. They were small venues, maybe 30, 40 people in there. You could have a beautiful martini. They're expensive martinis. But they'd have it's worth a, it. a guy there playing piano or a saxophone, you know, very you know, dialed down kind of sax and a jazz singer. And some singer that just sounds like, like just you close your eyes and you swear it's Nina Simone. or Yeah. Uh, and so that would be oh. nice to have. I wonder if there's anybody in town that could sing like that. I can think of a couple of people that can. Okay. So we should have a special couple editions every now and then if we get a baby grand piano. Yeah. And um, now now I now I kind of want you to do that. Now I'm going to start looking for a baby grand for you. How much do they weigh? Now can I tell you a couple hundred pounds? That's 300 it? 300 pounds probably. But they're more than that. They're baby grands are not that big. I know. They're a baby. Have you ever seen an actual grand piano? Yeah, they're like fucking a big, like monsters. a big fucking Steinway, like a fifty thousand dollar piano. They're monstrous. Yeah, yeah, and they a couple thousand pounds. Well, and then a lot of that has to do with the what is it? The soundboard, I think, is what it's called. That's the reverberating yeah. like board that the strings are attached to. Yeah. Is like they used to be made out of, I think, mahogany or ironwood, like some super dense fucking wood. And now that's kind of. Um, mahogany's kind of like rainforest. Kind of don't want to do that. We've made a carbon fiber now. This oh, see, you should make a carbon fiber piano. Grand piano. Yeah, piano, piano, piano. Uh, speaking of Nina Simone, sorry, I just rem- it just reminded me of something. This is nice in the background. You think it's going to be it, picked up on the microphones? I hope so because we keep talking about it. People are going to be like, "Are these guys fucking crazy?" Mm-hmm. I think it'll I think it'll pick up just like lightly in the background. Kind of nice. Uh birthday or christmas or just if you like me uh becca parks uh owner what proprietor tattoo artist at uh black sheep inc downtown kingman mm-hmm. um has a painting because that was what she did prior to becoming a tattoo artist oh yeah you mentioned which that. we will have her on the show here uh-huh. shortly um she has a painting that she did of nina simone with like a lit cigarette hanging out of her mouth that is for sale at her that she did. shop downtown, and it's fucking beautiful. How much? I don't even remember. I know there's a price on it. I was just so in, just in, in entranced by the fact that she had a Nina Simone painting. That that she did again. She did. So you're saying, I mean, she's a good artist. I know she's, she's a good tattoo good. artist, but she's a good artist. She's just a good saying. artist in general. Yeah. yeah. I've never really spoken with her a lot. I need to, We need to do what well, we're going to do that. We're she's an awesome show. woman. She's really, really cool. We're going to have her on the show, you um, said. She's funny. She's witty. Yeah, she'll she'll be on the show because so, we're gonna be. That's talking about the uh, rude, rude sixty six coming up uh, October October fourteenth, fourteenth at yeah. Kingman uh, in the Mojave County Fairgrounds. Yeah, we had uh, we already had uh, Frank Casillas on. Good old Frank Voodoo. Yeah, and um, so so she's gonna be on because she's she's heading up the um, the pinup. What, she's what, doing the pinup contest, which I think yeah. is full now. As of a couple days ago, no there shit. was only like six slots left. Really. 
And I think it might be full. I'm not 100% certain, but it, it's very close to full. So I think she was going to have 20 slots open for the, the Miss Rude 66 pinup contest. Okay. Um, which is going to be really fucking badass. And she's, um, she's going to dress up also. She's a judge, isn't that right? Or she's yes. going to be competing or both? She's. I don't know if she's a judge. I know I know she's going to emcee it, and I know that she's kind of in charge of it, but I wonder if maybe she's not a judge. Now that I think, I'm not positive on that. I, so yeah. the problem with this, we would love to go to this thing, but we can also mention this as well, is that our little film thing is going to be that that day or that weekend. Yeah. The yeah. Laughlin 2017 International Film Festival down in Laughlin, of course, is that week and weekend, and we were involved in a film that was made and got selected to be shown. So we're going to be down there watching it on the big it's screen. 1245? <laughs> On is that what, what it is? is that, what, what day of the week was that one? I can't remember. Saturday, Saturday the fourteenth. Okay, that's that's why it's a a huge conflict because we're in it. We're kind of starring in it. Yeah, so we're gonna have to. Uh, and there's a red carpet little event down there, so we're gonna go down there and which um, should be cute. It'd be fun. We haven't even decided yet where we're gonna get. Uh, I'm gonna just duct tape my balls. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear duct tape. I, I, when do you when do you when do you not duct tape your balls? I mean, really. Right now, I let them fly a little yeah. bit every so often. For the show, but I will. I I will. You know, tomorrow I'll be geared up <laughs> just in case. That way, if somebody tries to slap me in the tallywhacker, I'll just be like, eh, it's duct tape, motherfucker. That's so great. the movie's called uh, the little short film, but it's only about six minutes or seven minutes. Is or that so. all it is? It's, yeah, it's yeah. that short, and it's a short film. They have two categories, and uh, there's a couple that are shorter, I believe, that I saw on the list, and a few that are longer. I think it's, I don't know if it's 15 minutes or less. Fewer? Gotcha, didn't I? Let's wait for the music to kind of. <laughs> fewer than 15 minutes so um yeah and it's a uh, raconteur it's a uh we can tell what the story is might as well it's not you know right and tell what the story is no reason are we allowed to? to sure i think so yeah i don't know why not it's about uh three murders murders that take place in kingman on the uh, three consecutive nights <clears throat> fictitious no, murders fictitious murders maybe downtown probably downtown kingman and the story of the murders are told from the points of view of two uh, podcasters. Yeah, so they, they came in and they filmed us. They kind of gave us a script. Then kind of they gave us a script, and we read through it. And, and just ran with it. Stayed it, and we, we told the stories. And why we're breaking away, well, I'm telling the story of the each murder. They break away to the uh, murder scene where they filmed uh, these mock murders going, and we're going back and forth. And then in between, we do our typical bullshit talking like we were doing a podcast show and uh it, it's kind of cool it is I mean, really cool i didn't know I what to expect it. it's black and white uh we're smoking cigars here at the time and drinking tito's vodka martinis and you see the smoke rising as we're telling the stories and it's really kind of very artsy film noir with uh yeah. with a podcast yeah. uh, i thought that was it was it was it was really fucking cool it was I, fun. I had i had a lot of fun doing it yeah it was fun and then uh they filmed well, here in the studio, and they filmed at uh, Sporties, which was a really cool experience to go to Sporties after the closing about two in the morning. After they closed, Jesus, man, we were there till probably what during the weekday, four o'clock. Like yeah, a it was Wednesday. A Wednesday. Yeah, it was a Wednesday night. Yeah, because we did trivia. Yeah, and we went there and with two to four o'clock in the morning to help them kind of do their thing. And then there was also murder took place kind of behind El Palacio. And That's one, right. And the one in front of the Mojave County Courthouse. Yeah. And so without the, spoiling too much, you won't you know, the details of who gets murdered and stuff like that. But you yeah. know, once the premiere happens, I think she'll have it up on Vimeo or YouTube or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I sure shit hope so, and I can't wait to let people and know about it. And if it goes well, you know, she's got a very active, creative mind. She has all these little short stories she wants to do, and um, she mentioned if it if it's received well 
And I and I'm trying to be objective too, because I think it's pretty decent. But yeah, it was yeah. received well. She wants to do a few more that way, meaning we could tell different stories, you know, through the podcast and do a breakaway and have the event take place or whatever. That'd be kind of fun. Which oh hell yeah, it'd be great. I and yeah. like I said we we had a great time doing it. Uh, the riffing that remember when we we just fucking went off for what eight nine minutes and just bullshitting back and forth and finally like they like you had the camera guy and Vicky were cracking up like trying to contain their laughter yeah. and because we just were bantering back and forth and just bullshit. Well, you were seeing I can't remember her name now. I'm so I apologize. Um, uh, Jonna. Yeah, Jonna was behind me, and then Vicky was behind you, right? Because we were telling our we were just doing our bullshit, cutting up laughter stuff after that we told the murder story because that's what they wanted and vicky was doing her best to hold the camera still back there because she was laughing i got she laughing too oh yeah oh jonna was laughing and i i can't i can't remember the gentleman's name that was doing the camera yeah the main camera work he was cry afterwards he goes you guys have got to stop doing that shit because it's fucking funny I'm like no <laughs> not going to it's it what great. we're doing it was, yeah, yeah it was gold but i think a lot of that someone's going to be as they roll the credits i believe that's what's yeah gonna happen. yeah yeah and then there's going to be she wants to do a lot of outtakes and things like that are just showing just having us ramble on about what we do I'm stoked about that. I'm, yeah. I'm stoked about it. I'm, I'm I'm disappointed that it's the same weekend as the Rude 66 Fest, but everybody uh, that lives here knows that October is a cra- it's fuck, a great it's, it's perfect weather. September, October, and then the first part of November. There's so much shit going on in the tri-state. It's outrageous because the weather is perfect for everybody. It's yeah. tired of getting baked, and it's time to do some shit. So. Speaking of, we got a little special thing going uh, next weekend. Oh yeah, Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest, where um, yeah, down at uh, to locomotive park, it's, right? Yeah, it's, no, no, oh, they, it's moved it, they moved it to Metcalf. I forgot. Yep, moved it to Metcalf because Metcalf can hold more, and it's just a little nicer park because there's it more is. shade and and all that. And um, you don't have drunk people trying to drive the train. So they're <laughs> actually somebody got arrested a few years ago for doing that. They were trying to get in there they were getting they were they were people were trying to there's like a cover yeah like a grate over like the controls for the train yeah. to protect it from dipshits and these dipshits got we're drunk and in there. Yeah. yeah um but yeah blackbridge brewery is supplying all the beer which are they calling you, it brews and brats again yeah okay yeah and it, the exclusive provider of, of beer yes Blackbridge and you get Tim Brude I, did you get a shitload of October Fest. Jesus Christ, man! You can't get in the walk-in right now. I can't. Just... No, I, did you see what the walk-in looks like? like yeah, I, I can't a... fucking move around there now. I'm fat. I'm rotund, <laughs> and I have trouble moving around in there. But God damn it, I it's saw little Tony, little little tiny Tony, yeah. trying to move around in there, and she's like, even I can't move in here. Like she's like, it's it's. He made so much fucking beer. It's amazing how much beer he's able to churn out with the the smallish system that we've got. So he just kept making it and making it and making it. Yeah, yeah and just kept doing it over and over again. So, um, well, I mean, it was so well received last year. Yeah, Rotary did sold way out. way more. Yeah, they sold out. Yeah, they just kept asking for more and more beer. And I saw Tim last year. I remember seeing him Saturday morning before I opened, and I was like, he's got his truck backed up, and I was like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, they needed more beer over at Oktoberfest. It's only been going on for half a day. It was only going yeah. on for half a day. I remember Friday. when I heard that. I went, you guys are going to run out. And, yeah. God damn it. All right. So I think three times as much beer was made this year. And I think it's going to be bigger because Metcalf is, is nicer, which I don't know who made the push for that, but fucking kudos to them because it's being Metcalf promoted is better too. a much better venue. Um, it is being promoted a hell of a lot better. And and they're and having truth be told, the Oktoberfest beer that Tim brewed is and, and it's really good. I'm not trying to suck Tim's dick here. 
because not trying I, to, I have you fucking, are. I have no reason to. It doesn't benefit me in any way to suck his dick. You don't like doing that? I mean, no, not really. Was it curved up or is it got like a slight? I, I don't. Is I don't, it got a schwantz to the left uh, or the right? Or the schwantz, like a little bit of Peyronie's disease, which is a vitamin E deficiency, by the way. Is it really? Penis curves to the left or right. It's called Peyronie's disease. I know what it's called. I didn't know it was a vitamin E thing. It's a vitamin E deficiency. Anyway, I'm not trying to suck Tim's dick here, but that that Oktoberfest. In fact, I remarked it before we started the podcast. His Oktoberfest beer this year is the best Oktoberfest beer I've ever had. And not just from him, but in general, it's a perfect prime example of an Oktoberfest. No, it's like a very, the Martin, very good. Martin style. Yeah. And like, it's like, uh, it makes you want to goose step. It does kind of make you want to invade <laughs> Poland. Like, like that. Cause start building Stukas and like, just, Oh man. Stuka. 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 It's terrible. Start dive, dive bombing and building concentration camps. I mean, it's the kind of beer that motivates you. So <laughs> any of the old school people here that that, that have been around the tri-state or, you know, uh, growing up in Kingman, remember, uh, oh, shit, what? I can't remember the water park. There was a water park that was on the strip. I cannot remember what it's called. In Vegas? Yeah. Fuck. It's no where idea. the Paris is now, I think. I think that's where it was. But they had a... Oh my God! I'm gonna get roasted for this shit. I, I don't even know where you're it. going with this story. I have I'm no going, idea. Where I'm going with this is, they had a, they had a water slide where you stood in like in a compartment. Okay. And then the guy was standing outside, like the lifeguard guy at the top would go, okay, one, two, clunk, and then like and then the like he would hit a lever. Yeah. And the bottom would drop drop out from underneath you, and you would slide down like a long water slide. It's called Derstuka. Oh, which I thought was kind of cool, you know, whatever. Until sure. I found out what Stuka was. That's a and dive like, bomber. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit, a little bit of some Nazi shit. Well, and I'm surprised nobody ever uh, protested that in this day and age of protesting. I got you. Yeah, it was coming about what year was that when the Stuka was disassembled down over there? 2007, maybe. Okay. I I was a very long tangent. Um, but I was going to anyway, say, but, but this weekend, no, this that, we- that that weekend is it's Oktoberfest. But the, is is this is the Pink Heels thing happen to fall on the same six, day, or is it? It's the same. It's a, it's or the, is it together with? Or what is the deal with that? It happens October's Breast Cancer Awareness Week or month rather, right. Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and uh, Pink Heels, as always, happen the first. I believe it's the first weekend in October, and it's always like that, and. It just so happens that that's also when they're doing Oktoberfest. Again, packing in as many things as possible in this beautiful weather we have for like two and a half so, months. But it's got really got nothing to do with Oktoberfest. I don't think so, other than the fact that there's already going to be a bunch of people downtown. Okay, so are they, they're closing off, I believe, downtown yes. for this. Yeah. Like they did last weekend for that's, Amy Divine Days. That's right. Excellent. That's a good yeah, idea. It like, is excellent. They should do this a few more times and people get used to it and start having the idea that we should do this more often. Maybe or, once a month. Or maybe they could modify downtown a little bit eventually and do some things like I'd that. I'd really love to see some Christmas stuff ha- stuff happen, like around the holidays. Yeah, some really cool uh, with stuff. The, with, the, with the street. What the Shut fuck down. was that? I didn't mean to hit it. All right. Oh, I thought it was something else. No, it's fine. All right. So the question is this. The Cornhole Tournament that we're having, that I happen to win with Terry Deese, we beat. Last year, yeah. Yeah, last year yeah, we yeah. won in the squid. They're going to do that again. Yep. But is that a pink heels thing? I think so. Okay. Or it's just. Are they just doing it? Thrown. No, it's 
It's got anything to do pink with pink heels. I think it is, is it a pink dude. heels cornhole tournament? What are you just one of those athletes who just shows up, wins, and then leaves, and you don't pay any attention Look, to the cause? A, the pressure is on now. It's being posted now. You know, Tim is like, but let the beat down begin. I'm going. Do you want to just kind of yeah. back off a little maybe, bit? Maybe maybe back off on that. Well, yeah. I just put the. But you know well, what? You guys you, slaughtered them last year. Yeah, but they're going to bring some. They're going to bring the bringing the noise. They might they might not <laughs> let that happen again. Well, I'm yeah. telling you, like, here's the thing. Last year, mm-hmm. I was gone. I, know I was are. in Florida. I was on vacation, and I almost came back a day before, day like early, just to be a party to the whole thing. Now that I'm going to be here, I'm going to have a loudspeaker, and we're going to have it's going to be all sorts of all sorts of fun things. I'm thinking firecrackers might be a good idea to do what? Well, just to distract people while they're trying to play a cornhole, like they did. Yeah, to but you they're, guys, they're with not the going to fucking police sirens. They're and not going to allow allow that this year. I don't think. Oh, I don't think they're going to fucking stop me, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> this is America. Look, do you know what? Ha- Here's what happened, folks. When we were throwing, we were down in the middle of, uh, from Fourth and Beale, and it, that's where they set everything up. And it was kind of dark. This year, they've arranged to have Unisource come in and light the intersection up for this tournament. Did you know that? I did not know that. Right, well, that's, that's actually I, really cool. I think it's going to be happening anyway. So it was a champion of Blackbridge versus a champion of House of Hops, and Terry Deese and I won, and and then whoever it was at the House of Hops. We met them in the intersection, and we basically slaughtered them. And I'm not saying that to brag. It just that's what it was. It was a beatdown, and it um, was a first class gains. Dece. It was the southern the southern boys beatdown yeah, as well. It certainly was. was. Yeah. So so anyway, uh, we're doing that again this year. And well, wait a second. Yeah. You still sound like a pompous ass. Let's talk about the fact that it was a beatdown. Pompous ass. No, it does because you didn't explain what you mean by a beatdown. Oh. You guys were undefeated. Yeah, no, yeah, and the, the, the scores, entire, like every one I mean, of them was like fucking matches? 21 to 4 was one of the scores. How many matches like in a row did you guys win? Uh, three, right in a row, just boom, boom, boom. Three in a row? Yeah, it was the best two out of three, I think. Okay, so you Well, we didn't have to win three, we won two. I, won I, two. I can't remember if it was three out of five. I don't even remember. I, okay. I, I don't remember, but it wasn't close. So you swept, you you won every single match that yeah. you had and it, that and, day. You didn't it, lose any. And it wasn't even, yeah. And and none of them were even close. So what happened was because the House of Hops has a lot of uh, police officers that attend there or go attend there that go there, and so well, what would happen? I didn't even hear this. You don't know that I didn't hear this, but I, I was told that every time that I threw, there was a cop that was like right behind me on a motorcycle and just burping, it was the, bur- burping the sirens. Yeah. And every time, and and people, I wasn't even hearing the crowd or nothing because I truly was focusing on what was going on. And they told me what was happening the whole time, and I said I didn't hear a damn thing, and I really didn't. Apparently, it was very close to me. Yeah, I didn't even hear it because I was just focusing on what I, the, the task at hand. And you fucking killed it. Yeah, I heard weird. that, and you know, I was three hours ahead. I that was the last night I was on vacation in Florida. You know, th- two or two hours. Yeah, three hours ahead, and I actually got a drunken text message from Terry. That's while I new- was myself drunk and hanging out on the beach with my brothers the last night. Where hanging out there and uh like oh yeah my brother i should say like oh yeah fucking check out god damn it man fucking you motherfuckers fuck them and was like i don't know what this what are you trying to say terry do you, do you know what sucks though what's that there were no real trophies and they gave us shirts which were not very good they, they were just the standard pink oh heel. i remember they, I they rem- were standard pink shirts. heel shirts and there was nothing on there like cornhole anything there was nothing on there they had no reference you know to what would be really cool is if you had like a cornhole it said cornhole champion and like the logo on the back would just look like an asshole yeah like a wrinkled butthole it says cornhole yeah. champion and so this is only a week away as of today because it's friday it's not saturday right can't believe this conversation is going on about cornhole like this but i need to talk to tim we need to find this out is there going to be any are there dan would know dan dano dan dan he's kind of responsible we'll, for we'll our talk group. to him tomorrow 
and see if there's anything going to be given out. We got another event that we that we're doing tomorrow. Oh yeah, tomorrow. This will be by the time you hear this, it'll be over by the time you folks. Oh yeah, and that's why we're not going to really talk about it until afterward. But okay, I don't know. How many great. years have they done this? Eight, I think. Okay, eight, eight or nine. This is your first time there. My first time, and uh, I've been there two years. Did two years in a row several years ago. I'm looking forward to Before it. Before I knew you. Went out this morning. That's right. Went out this morning. I flew over it last week. I I went out there today. I was out there today for an hour, hour and a half, and helping uh, Lisa and Charlie set up the fifth wheel and all that. Uh, I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed as hell with the property, the way it's the way it's put together, and how organized they've got things going on. I, I'm I'm and I'm really excited. The only thing part of this bad about it. People are going to be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Right. Of course, but, they they live out there, but it's uh, the 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 big negative to me or to what people is it's, it's it's a lot of miles of dirt road. It's really not, but it's dirt road. It's a lot of miles of dirt road. Okay. Do you know how many miles it is? Nope. Take a guess. Just venture a guess. Okay, I'm gonna try to be honest here because it does. You have to go slowly sometimes. Right. So that makes it seem like in the it's first bit of it. Yeah, yeah. You should go slowly. I bet it's four and a half. Oh, okay. Well, you're a little more realistic than I thought. No, it's uh. From when you turn off of Shipping Lane, yeah, from there to the very bottom part, which is about you know a tenth of a yeah, mile, maybe yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. an eighth of a mile before uh, below their the actual house, uh, it's just under five miles. So I was close. Yeah, yeah, it's like four point nine miles. Okay. 4. So it's we'll say, we'll call it five miles. So five miles from the airport is still not that bad. I thought it was a lot further than that. It looks like it's a lot further than that. Yeah, it took every bit of 30 minutes, 35 minutes to get from there, from dirt, from where the, where, you know, where the road, where from the pavement ship, is. You know, from, to, yeah. Yeah. Wow. 30 minutes. minutes. Yeah. And that's, and that's just because it's, um, it's kind of rough. Well, honestly, uh, uh, you know, Charlie and Lisa are driving in their, they have their fifth wheel towing and, and they it wasn't so much rough as it was. Um, the first part of it is that deep, shitty powdery uh um, oh that stuff yeah. almost like driving in mud like the powdery that sand is almost it really it, that's what it felt like it felt like i was driving in mud when i was driving in my little two-wheel drive truck had charlie and lisa been there before as far oh, as yeah the... this is their fourth okay third or fourth all right cool yeah it's gonna be fucking awesome i'm i'm so excited is there any oh by the way yeah we're gonna be doing a, a podcast there we're we gonna, are, we're gonna we, have, we have our little remote mics we're gonna try it out yeah. for the first time on our um iphones to record and uh, is there anything like? Is there going to be a band there or a DJ or anything? I think know? there's a couple bands playing. Okay, I know there's at least one full band playing. Okay, people are like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" People, yeah. we've lost everybody. Yeah, they don't care. Um, they're going to find out though. Uh, they're going to find out when they talk. I, I'm going to. It's going to be like Kingman's Burning Man. I made that comment today. I was like, "This is going to be like Burning Man." It could but turn into Kingman, that eventually. And I I would love to see something like that. Jeremiah and I talked about that a million years ago about putting together some sort of big, uh, like a, some sort of festival out at Red Lake. Oh, yeah. And how cool that would be to have. Just have, you know, it really wouldn't take that much. It would take four or five heavy-duty generators, a bunch of porta potties. What would BLM and then think let about people, that? Huh? What would BLM think about that? I think they own the land, BLM. Uh, it's it's not just BLM. It's, uh, it's actually like a checkerboard pattern of... Uh, privately owned ranch land and uh, BLM land that the ranchers are allowed to let their cattle so I'm on. just so wondering if you could go out there. You and can't really rope it off. You can't close off anything. If you go out there and camp on Red Lake, which you can do, yeah, uh, you do so at your own risk. And I have definitely had a tent destroyed by a cow. 
in the middle of the night. I went out there one time. I took friends back because if you're from the east and haven't been out there, dry lakes are an amazing thing. Absolutely. They're so different and unique. It's like, what the heck? You know, it's just a weird. So we went out there um, and we were out there for a while. And this guy and girl I knew, one man and woman I knew, they were doing photography of, he was photo- photographing her. Okay. She's kind of a model female. Model, okay. female, whatever, him and her, male, female, <laughs> that kind of works. Anyway, so we're out there for a while, and it, we were not close to the road. We were out there, and after a while, we're kind of looking around, just kind of, you know, sun's starting to go down, getting the magic hour of the lighting, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, kind of right. We're looking, and there's, we see this guy walking from the road. And we're out, and there's plenty of places you, you could go. And... Didn't see a car and like that. He's like walking towards us. He's like way far away with my eagle eyes. I'm looking. I'm going. There's a dude out there. He's walking towards us. I wonder what's up. So then, ten minutes later, he's of course a lot closer. But it's like he's coming right at us. He's coming straight for us, just walking at a brisk pace. So we have a couple cars out there, and they're doing their the the back, the lighting, the diffuse, whatever, mm-hmm. and they're doing their pictures and stuff. We're kind of kind of set up, sort of. And he just comes, walks right. He's like a He's on something. I, I I'm just assuming. I like an old guy. He must have been on something. But he he walked he walked right through our little camp. Not our we weren't camp. We were just there. Yeah. He just walked right through what we were doing. Just walked right through slowly, and just kept going. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Red Lake is something like 30 square miles. He couldn't have found another area to yeah. walk around. That's wow. why I'm going. What the fuck? And I know I had a firearm. You know, I, so I I got it. Did he say anything to you? Did he nope. go, Hey guys, how's it nope, going? No, but he like, looked oh, he looked kind of like, fucked up. But he wasn't staggering. Like, Do you guys see the size of that chicken? Like they didn't fucking yeah. freak out and didn't say or shit. UFO something Nothing. out there. Yeah. He just beelined it straight through where we were, and then just kept going. I'm going, and my friends because I live here. They they want me to explain this. Oh, they look at you like, clearly. <laughs> like, hey, what you, was that? Explain the local wildlife, I'm please. going, I have no, you have no, I said, I don't, do you know that guy? No. No. <laughs> I have no idea what he was doing here. And he just kept going off in the fucking horizon. That's he's, weird. He probably That's, died out there. I don't know what. Maybe. I, who knows? Well, shows what kind of Samaritan you are. Fuck him. Fuck that guy. <laughs> got in my shot. He made us uncomfortable. <laughs> Got my shot. He made us uncomfortable, <laughs> and now he's a corpse. Could be, and that oh, man's. But that, that's the best yoga pose, the corpse pose. I love that. And that man's name was Andy Divine. <laughs> and now you know. Did I tell you? The speak, rest speaking of, the story. of speaking of yoga, I've gone three weeks in a row now. This, I went today. Really? Yeah. Is that the yin, yin yoga? It is, and it, it was not Alex this morning. It was uh, Woody. Alex is doing something else this morning, so uh, Woody took his place. Nice guy. Did, it, huh? Wow. What? Did anybody's cell phone ring this time? His did, but he, he, no, he was no, he was using it for, for timing how long to do certain segments, but then he finally learned to silence it. It was funny. It was, it was kind of funny. Cool. I mean, he was okay with it. The way it kind of happened, it was kind of goofy and funny. And real quick, it, yeah. it, uh, uh, True North Yoga, where you're going, how much does it cost per session? It's eight dollars, but that it's all day. If you want to, they have different. Oh, it's just eight dollars for the day. Yeah. Oh wow. Because no, I because I went there for an hour. Yeah. It's a little over an hour, and, and that's all I did. But they they don't have classes all day usually. Right. They might have like three or four. I don't know what it is, but you could go back anytime during that day, and you've already paid for that day. That's really cool. I don't think it's a lot of money. No, it's not. For my sanity, I'm trying to get it back, people. 
Joe. We don't know. Don't Joe. Don't get all accusatory <laughs> on me. I've been waiting for you to find your fucking sanity. Yeah. I yeah. feel like you put it into a lockbox. I've got a question. How long have we known each other? Mm, 2011, maybe? No, it's 17, so that's six years. Yeah. Um, Two and a half years. That's how long it's been since you've been fucking I'm gonna. Sane. I was going to ask you, the, of the total time you've known me, how long have, have I been insane? Day one, I knew this guy's batshit crazy, but <laughs> we're both batshit crazy, and they, they, yeah. they, 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 our, our craziness seems to mesh well. Yeah. It's only been in about the past two years or so. Of all the bullshit. We're not going to talk the, about the bullshit. The fucking corruption. Right. So the, okay, stop it. So that, that, that's what it is. See, folks, <laughs> you see what I have to deal with? He raised his fucking voice at me. I'm sorry. So anyway, so I'll, the, reason, the reason I'm asking, no, I'm serious, because I'm thinking, I'm trying to, I've never really asked anybody, how long have I been absolutely fucking nuts and trying and not been really my normal self? I think we should call George and ask him, because he's, yeah. he's your, probably your oldest friend that you keep in contact yes. with, right? That, that so, hasn't also gone completely insane. So I will say that there are many people that I now know, because I have new friends with them over the past two and a half years, that have never really seen the normal me. Yeah. And yet you guys still, I think you guys are holding out hope by a very thin thread that Paul will get his sanity back because we kind of want to have him back. But if he keeps going much longer, we're just going to kick him off the tribe. No, uh, I won't be kicking you off the tribe. It takes okay. a lot more than that All right. for me because I still see little glimmers of you being sane. Okay. Little sane, little bits, funny, little normal. It, well, I, I wouldn't say normal. Oh. I mean, what's normal though? Normal is boring. Right. Um, Nationalization for the reparation well, of marijuana before, laws. That's normal. You know that normal group? Yes. Oh, I'm well. I'm I'm <laughs> well versed with normal. Okay. All right, that's it. Are we done? I'm done. All right. Are you done? I'm gonna itch my. I'm gonna scratch my ear. No, my ear has an itch. I'm gonna scratch it. So. All right, Dan. Uh, it's well, been uh, nice seeing you, Joe. Good afternoon. Good evening. Uh, and it's been uh, love. The weather's turning. People go out and enjoy it the next couple months. Please, it's fantastic. Oktoberfest. Yeah. Downtown King in Metcalf Park. October sixth and seventh. It's free to go. Beers made by Blackberries Brewery. There's going to be games and prizes and food and who's doing beer. the food? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it, I don't want to say the wrong place, so but, I'm not no, but positive. It, but is it? But it could be just the Rotarians are taking it, the, the Rotary the or ro not Rotarians. It's the ro the Rotarians. So I may or may not have been intoxicated a few weeks ago and said to a local Rotarian <laughs> and and misspoke and said rotisserie. <laughs> <laughs> the Rotisserie Club instead of Rot Rotary Club. I fucking because you were like drinking. I was drinking. Hey, and hey, you were tisserie. And it, it's well, it's a person that who's asked me to join. I said I just don't. I don't have time, man. I got a teenage daughter. I got two jobs. I just don't fucking have time. Well, you know, you could do it. I'm like, I I give back to the community. I try my best to by raising a child that's not going to grow up to be a fucking asshole. But in, in 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 the future, I may have time to to put towards Rotary. And I I think I was trying to be. Try, I, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, I don't want to say rotisserie. Don't say rotisserie. Don't say rotisserie. And then it made you say it. And then I fucking said rotisserie, the rotisserie club. <laughs> and I got the dirty look. And I said, I'm sorry. I meant rotary club. And she goes, I know what you meant. All right. So, <laughs> so it's out of the bag. So it's rotary so from do you Rotarians. So you think the Rotarians are actually doing the buying the food and doing the cooking? Or do you think it might be someone? I mean, don't I think say it's outside. I think it's okay. outside. I think it's an okay. outside vendor. I, and uh, Yeah. But here's what's good about it. Here's what's fantastic about it, right? Because this, uh, only a handful of years ago, wasn't it true that there were, it was Budweiser and hot dogs? Yep. 
Now, did they also have brats at the time too or not? Uh, I think they called them brats. Okay. <laughs> so now it's no longer, and I'm not going to go into a bashing of Budweiser, but now it's kind of. Oh, I will. Okay. Now it's kind of more proper beer and brats and at Metcalf Park, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It, it absolutely, you are 100% correct on all of that. I'm so, looking it up. I'm looking it up. So I should bring anything Bavarian. I should bring like a Bavarian cream-filled donut, right? Please don't do that. Uh, uh, <laughs> Bavarian. Ich bin ein Berliner. Yeah. Uh, I'm Ber- a jelly-filled donut. He didn't really donut. say that. Rumor said that's what he said. It's not what he said. Okay. But they, but they said that's what he said. But the, and and that's not what he said. Yeah, yeah. Did he really? Did he say it correctly? You're saying? I believe so. Okay. Well, you people don't know what that is. I don't. John F. Kennedy in Berlin, John trying to identify F. with the Germans and Berliners. Berliners. Oh, I watched uh, Back to the Future the other day, and I th- that I love that. I always chuckled at one part. Where it was like, oh, a block past Maple. That's John F. Kennedy driving. It was John F. Kennedy. Who the hell's John F. Kennedy? Because he's in 1955 yes. and nobody knew who John F. Kennedy was. Right. You know what? Fuck that's you, Paul. Funny. It was funny. No, to it's me. a funny I, movie. Fine. No, no, that, no, 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 no. Fall on your ass, Paul. No, that it's was fine. one of the movies that I went to when it came out. It was so cool and so. There was a really nice theater that I went to. Well, this is when I was working by myself on the same kind of aircraft and things. It was really awesome because, like, if I did a certain amount of work, uh, and and you had things curing and setting up, you couldn't do anything else that day. So I went. I'm gonna go to the movie. Yeah. And when Back to the Future came out. Um, I watched it a number of times, like a matinee kind of thing. Oh, I hope so. I want to it, go to the mall. We, that's when we had malls back then, people, you know, and go to the food court. <laughs> wow, with the wire a, mesh, the coated wire mesh chairs, right? And the metal chairs. And Orange Julius. Oh, I still love Orange Julius, man. <laughs> I could go for one right fucking oh, now. Are you and kidding vodka. Me? Oh, it'd be fantastic. Okay, you fucking booze hound. I, I would just go for a straight Orange <laughs> okay. Julius, but yeah. I'd so Orange to. Julius, and then go there and watch Back to the Future, and quite often nobody else is in the theater. Yeah. Oh, After a while, I was like, oh, thank you for coming again, Mr. Gaines, this afternoon. We'd like to, we'd like to see start you start shaking again. your hand like you're the mayor. <laughs> mayor. <laughs> mayor Goldie Wilson. I'm going to clean up this. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, I'm telling you, man, if you ever run for mayor, you have to run on the ticket of oh. cleaning up this town. And you, I tell you what we will every do. Every time you speak, your mic stand has to be a broom, like a broom yeah. handle. No, what we will do is make a trailer because we got it several about here now, and we'll have those bullhorns on there and we'll drive around and announce you'll go around downtown mayor paul yeah. king i wonder if anybody else ever did that actually made a thing and, and some megaphones driving around downtown and campaigning that way i, wonder if I they think ever did that, that you should do equal parts of that kind of campaigning but also do the blues brothers thing too where they have the giant megaphone on the strap to the top of the car oh yeah like the big go, it, thing mm-hmm, yeah. where it shakes mm-hmm. the windows yes yeah yes that'd be fun that make it fun people would vote because oh that's a fun guy well, you didn't know him when I knew him when he was angry. Oh, but when he was angry now. and fucking mad, and George will chime in and be like, yeah. oh, he's fucking crazy. We're all pallbearers. <laughs> all right, so we're done now. All right, right? we're going right? to be done. All right, you people have a wonderful evening. You guys listen to some more jazz music. Good night and good luck.
Oh, <laughs> 